You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you and your best friend were to get tattoos of your favorite anime or pirates, would they be the same? Well, for us today, it would be. Guys, this is Systematic Geekology. We are the priest of the geeks. I am one of your co-hosts, Joshua Noll, also co-host of the Whole Church Podcast, here with the other co-host of the Whole Church Podcast and another co-host of Systematic Ecology, the greatest co-host of all time, actually, TJ Tiberius One Blackwell. Thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, the two of us have actually discussed before getting matching tattoos of the One Piece flag and, you know, our favorite pirate, which we do have slightly different on there. Both of our favorite pirates aren't pirates. So... I'm Joshua Knoll. Uh, my favorite pirate that's not a pirate is Captain Henry Morgan, who was just simply awesome. Read The Empire of Blue Water. I've said that on here before. I will say it again. It's great. Yeah. Well, uh, my favorite not pirate is Sir Francis Drake. Yeah. No, I like to think he's more famous than Captain Morgan. Probably. Just just because of the Uncharted series, mostly. <laughs> Are either of these pirates actually characters in One Piece? Uh, Sir Francis Drake is, actually. Uh Francis Drake is X Drake, one of the supernovas. <sighs> okay. Okay. Sorry. It yeah. took me a minute to remember that. Well, with that, we are actually going to be discussing One Piece. And for those who don't know, not only is this one of my favorite shows of all time, pirates simply are one of my favorite topics to talk about of all time. And uh, TJ is one of my favorite people to talk to of all time. So this should be an awesome episode. And uh, this show has been on since like 1993. I was born in 92. This show is almost as old as me or the and or the manga. I don't remember which one came out in 93. Something did. The, the story the has been going on for a very long time. The story that is one piece. TJ, uh, how would you describe this show to someone who has never heard of it before? So someone who's never heard of it, uh, I would I honestly I would just say uh, it is one of the best of all time. And it is yeah. about uh, the Man who wants to be the king of the pirates. Yeah, yeah. How did uh, how did the the original intro go when they like they they did the the cut to um the old king of the pirates getting killed and how Luffy's looking for the One Piece? It's like treasure, fame, glory. It, it's something like that. It's been so long since I because yeah. I I mostly read it now. Like I'll, I don't I'll watch. <laughs> like I've like a lot of my friends are going through it for the first time. Uh, but the only flaw in the show is the pacing in my opinion so mm -hmm. it's just it's hard to watch i think after the the battle of marine ford is that is that what i'm thinking of uh, i don't know what's the rest of your sentence well, i was gonna say i think after that arc the pacing gets a lot harder in the show and so they still have some great series i still enjoy watching but i feel like the pacing got worse after that yeah it's i, I think it was actually just bad like the pacing is bad for a lot of the show i don't know i, I liked there was a there was a period of time that I really liked it after they originally got to the Grand Line. But before, yeah, from that point all the way through the battle, I enjoyed the pacing. The first season, I think they just covered too much too fast, which really threw off everything else. And then now it's like they barely do anything in an episode. Well, I, I feel like I have to say, I have to out you to our listeners that you are not caught up. I'm caught up on Hulu, which is not caught up, but which is up to Dressrosa. Yeah. yeah, which is actually 300 episodes behind also <laughs> god if you're actually not familiar with the series it is over a thousand episodes and over a thousand chapters it is ongoing I was gonna say, it is i've fantastic. seen at least a thousand right you've seen 700 and 
63. I think. I think it's crazy that you know that off the top of your head. I think it's it's like 763 or 785. It's one of those. But well, I'm, it also, I'm checking. I, I got to <laughs> no, say, go this year the author has said everything up to now, up to the end of the Wano arc, which was the most recent one, was basically just the prequel and the real story is starting now. Man. Yeah. Also, yeah. 750 are on Hulu. So I've only seen the first 750 episodes. But man, which is I I couldn't even tell you how many years of television that is. It's a lot. It's a lot. But yeah, the um, so so the show Luffy, you start you're following the main character Luffy and there's pirates every there's a world of pirates. They get what's called the devil's fruit, which, yes, I understand that name sounds whatever. And that gives you basically superpowers. But by having that fruit, you also can't swim, which is problematic for pirates. Yeah, naturally. Just a yeah. really funny minor yeah. drawback for most people. It's hilarious. In a different setting, that wouldn't be a problem at all. Yeah, but because pirates, it's a huge problem. Yeah. And not um, only is it pirates, but most of the world is covered in water. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and also the world is different. It's not like shaped after our world. I mean, it's a sphere, but there's different countries, different like. It's a sphere. The geography is different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Luffy's looking for the one piece, which is the treasure that the last King of the Pirates buried. And by finding that he will then become the King of the Pirates. Right. And they know that's in the grand blue. So at first he's just trying to make it to the equator, basically, which they call the grand line. And then after that, he's trying to make it across the equator to the great blue. Along the way, he picks up a bunch of pirate crew different people whose missions happen to align with his basically he does not manage them at all he's just Mm -hmm. like you're cool join us you're cool join us i think luffy's a great leader but a terrible manager yeah it's so i'm the opposite i hate telling people what to do (laughs) but uh basically luffy just collects his nakama it's they're just people he helps out and he's like hey come with us yeah and some of the reasons for when he got people are all great I love when he's Sanji, which is their chef, and he's just like, meat? Yes. (laughs) Or, uh, of course, my favorite arc is uh, when they they find Chopper. Uh, What's that story? Drum Island. Yeah. When they get Chopper, it's so funny because he's a talking reindeer with different powers. And Luffy just gets so excited that there's a talking reindeer. (laughs) He's like, yeah, Yeah. of course he's coming with his talking reindeer. Yeah. So the way the devil fruits... There are different categories. Uh, Chopper, the reindeer, has a devil fruit. He has the human-human fruit. He's Mm -hmm. just a regular reindeer who ate the human-human devil fruit. (laughs) So he can talk. God, it's great. And uh, yeah, he was raised by a a doctor, an old doctor lady. And it's it's just, it's actually a really good part of the story. Chopper's backstory is so sad and it's really good. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. I uh, let's see. What was some? What was, some, what was? Did you have a favorite like reason why he brought someone in of the crew? Hmm. I know Zoro's a classic because he's basically like, "Wait a minute, you're telling me this guy's the best fighter ever?" And it's literally just Luffy at this point. And he's like, "You join my crew." And Zoro's like a very serious character. Like, why? Why? Who? Who am I joining? It's me. <laughs> it's yeah. Just me. I like. I do like Zoro's a lot. Zoro's is really funny. Yeah, because he's a pirate hunter. This pirate's like, join my crew. <laughs> I am the only crew. I'm the pirate. Just me. <laughs> it's great. Great way to start it off. Uh, uh, I kind of want to cheat and say it's like the the grand straw hat fleet, which is at the end of Dressrosa. 
He's just everybody he helped in Dressrosa and everyone they're <laughs> affiliated with is just like, yeah, we'll, we'll be part of your crew. So like Luffy technically has a crew of thousands. <laughs> That's pretty. That is always pretty funny. He, too. he does technically have a fleet, not just one ship anymore. And it's just because like they he helped them in Dressrosa and he was like, man, this dude's the best. <laughs> it was also really funny when he got Brooke. Because he's been yeah, saying from the beginning, he's like, I want uh, someone to fight. I want a chef and I want someone to play music. <laughs> yeah, he has a vague idea of the crew he wants. You know, he, he needs a cook. He needs a doctor. He needs a helmsman. He's not actively searching. No, he no. needs a first he's mate. Just... He's not searching out these roles. He just finds people. He's like, oh, that'll work. He, he's really <laughs> modeling them after. God, Luffy's hilarious. Yeah, he's modeling his crew after his role model shanks yeah who was kind of, kind of like his father figure one of his father figures yeah uh, he had a few he had a few because his dad was absent uh because so Pirate let's talk we we are going to be able to cover much uh, uh relatively much of the show that's true too much to cover there's is too much to cover but luffy's real dad was leading the revolutionary army spoiler alert it's dragon if you're like only a few hundred chapters into the show or episodes into the show <laughs> uh it's dragon the leader of the revolutionary armies his real dad yeah that but, was crazy too yeah i yeah there, there's so many good characters so many good stuff along the way what's cool about luffy i think luffy is what makes the show good in the first place they build the show around that character they build the story around him and he is just has this i'm going to be king of the pirates and he doesn't really have a plan he just has a lot of drive and willpower and he's like i'm just going to make this happen like, what do I need? All right, I, I need a fighter. You're a pirate hunter. I don't care. You're a fighter. You're joining me. <laughs> yeah. And he's not bossy about it. He's honestly, he is a goofball. The reason I got introduced to this show, um, if Izzy's listening, shout out to Izzy. Izzy started watching this when we were in high school. And he just goes, Josh, I found an anime and you are the main character. And at that point, like early on in the show, that's pretty, pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. Luffy's just this goofball. He's like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> just does yeah. it. And then eat a lot of meat. Yeah, a ton of meat. <laughs> I'm convinced uh, since this is November, uh, Luffy also, if he was in America, his favorite holiday would also be Thanksgiving. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. also a very thankful person. That's true. Yeah. It's funny because he's like much like what you see in some of the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, but a little more blatant here. Some of the pirates are just good people. And Luffy is a great person. He doesn't want to be a pirate because he wants to steal and live a hedonistic lifestyle. He just decided he wanted to be king of the pirates. Yeah. There's literally nothing more to it than that. Yeah. Luffy's crew in particular don't really do any pirate things <laughs> uh, except for fight the government. Yeah. And call themselves pirate, which for the longest time is literally the entire reason they have a bounty on their heads. Because <laughs> like, yeah. they called themselves pirates and the government didn't like that. So they just kept fighting the government. Yep. And then, you know, Luffy's grandpa is also was like the head fleet admiral in the Navy. He was cool, too. Garp is awesome. Yeah. Uh, every character in this show, almost every character in this show uh, is <laughs> amazing. Uh, there is a reason to love absolutely every character. Yeah. Even the ones that you start off hating, like, um, what was the clown name? Buggy. Yeah. He was awful at first. Buggy He's probably my favorite tertiary character at this point. I'm like, I Dude, love that guy. Him or Mr. Yeah, Smoke. I, I'm not sure if he's a, a tertiary character anymore. I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, Buggy <laughs> is a Yonko now. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, funny. Buggy's whole thing, Buggy D. Clown, 
that's a joke for yeah. One Piece fans. But uh, <laughs> he only has devil fruit because he was hungry one day on his on Whitebeard's crew and found oh, the fruit funny. and ate it. Yeah, Bucky. He is... also he accidentally got the title of Yonko, which is like uh, <laughs> Yonko means four kings. They're like four pirate lords who just control a lot of land and a lot of people. And the government's like, hey, we're not dealing with them. Yeah. So if you live in their territory, yeah. sorry about it. Yeah. Buggy's one of those characters who just was extremely lucky. I, I don't think for most of the time yeah. that I've seen him, he wasn't really that good ever. No, never. Yeah, but just so lucky, which luck plays a large part in a lot of these stories. And what, what's cool is that whole first season and more until Luffy's in the Grand Line, Luffy doesn't do much of anything. And when he does bother to fight, he literally just completely annihilates everything. Destroys the competition. Yeah, absolutely. Like he just destroys entire fleets at some points just because. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. I don't know how like spoiler heavy we want to get. Yeah. All the spoilers. It's fine. They'll forget by the time they get to it. Probably. Major, major, massive spoiler warning. A thousand <laughs> chapters, a thousand episodes in the making. If you don't want to hear it, Skip ahead at least three minutes. Uh, Luffy has the Gomu Gomu Nomi, which is the gum gum fruit, the rubber rubber fruit. That's a lie. He doesn't have that. That's spoiling it for me. Cover your ears. <laughs> no, go on. I'm 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 curious. Uh, Luffy actually has a Hie Hie Nomi. No, Hie Hie is fish. He has he has a mythical Zoan fruit, which is one of the is subtype of one of the three types. He has a mythical human fruit. He is. The sun god. What? He is, he is the Nika Nika fruit. That's what it is. He is the mythical sun god in the One Piece world. That's his devil fruit. His stretchiness is not because he's rubber. He's resin. He's, that's one hell of a retcon. God, that's cool. It's not. It's not a retcon. You go back to Skypea and they, they hint at it. But what on earth? Ichiro Oda is an amazing author. He has god, thought all crazy. of this out since... Beginning of time, except for maybe <laughs> hockey, which is like the devil fruit counter. Mm. It's like, yeah, if there, if somebody's a logia, the three types are paramecia, logia, and zoan. Uh, paramecia is a body altering fruit that, like, that's all it does. Like, he has really big arms or something, or he's super strong or super tough. Yeah. Logias make you into a natural element. So, those like, are crazy. Yeah, smoker. you can, there's smoker is the smoke, smoke fruit. I forget the actual name, but he is smoke. Yeah. Uh, for most of the series, all three of the Navy admirals are Logias. They are light, ice, and magma. Um, Who's the guy? And in, then um, there are subtypes. Uh, that's crocodile, yeah. sand. God, but that's he, there are two ways to was, counter them. Man, yeah. For about half the series, everyone was like, "Yeah, the Logia is really strong. The only way to really fight a Logia is uh by." Also, being a Logia, like you can't really do anything about it, right? Hockey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then it's like, well, actually, uh, if you have hockey, you can fight a Logia, or you can use like their natural elemental weakness, which where Luffy's luck comes in again. The only way he beat Crocodile, who is a massive, huge threat, actually super terrifying guy, is because uh, he's the sand sand fruit user, and. One time, Luffy was just so covered in blood God. that his own blood. Yeah, that, that uh, was Crocodile's insane. powers didn't really work. Yeah, well, and, and Crocodile's the one who did that. That was like one of the first times you really see Luffy just get beat. 
And it was just so crazy to see that willpower of Luffy of, yeah, I'm this beat up that I'm literally covered in blood and I'm going to use this to my advantage. Yeah. Um, didn't what woke him up that time, though, like meat or something? Uh, <laughs> somebody, yeah, someone just had meat. He was like, wait a minute. I'm dead, but now I'm suddenly not dead because meat. That's why. Yeah. I love Luffy. I yeah, Luffy has to be why I love the show. Has to be. What would be if you had to give someone a main reason why you love One Piece? What would it be? Pirates cool. True. True. Okay. Okay. Here's another one. Um, we talked about some of our favorite main characters. Who's your favorite secondary character? Uh, I'm gonna go with Mister Two. You want to tell them about about Mister Two? No. Okay. Uh, so Mister Two, uh, there is an arc pretty early on, uh, called Baroque Works, and the Baroque Works agency has numbered agents mm-hmm. uh mr two is bon clay also known as bon clay if you've heard anybody mention bon clay that's who we're talking about yeah uh, but he is an okama which in japanese that's like a derogatory term for cross-dresser do with that, that what plays you a weird amount of these stories honestly <laughs> yeah but he's fantastic i mean he's he's a passable enough villain but <clears throat> when you get to the inez lobby arc after mr two gets thrown into the maximum security prison in the world. He helps Luffy escape, and Luffy is once again on the verge of death. Luffy almost dies a lot once he gets yeah. to the Grand Line. Yeah. But uh, he's just amazing. I can't go through his whole character arc. I think if I had to pick a favorite secondary character, I don't know if this counts as secondary. You'll have to tell me. But I want to say Fire Fist Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's a uh, Luffy's quote-unquote brother. Dear God. And not, not only was he powerful and just really skilled whatever his story arc was phenomenal and the end of his story arc is like i could count on one hand how many times something brought me to tears on television and that would be one of those times where i was like oh god it was that was brutal man yeah i will say like a lot of the things that prevent people are pretty much the only thing that prevents people from watching the show is the length and you'll have other people say well it gets good around episode you know 200 that's not true it's good the whole time yeah your but, favorite parts might not be till 200, but it's yeah. still good before then. <laughs> it up until I would say up until Marineford and Inez Lobby. Yeah, mostly yeah, Inez, yeah. Those up good. until Inez Lobby, the show was just really, really good. After Inez Lobby, the show is fantastic. It is amazing. It just gets better. Have I seen after Inez Lobby? Yeah. Inez okay, Lobby was I right do before not like Marine that. Ford. Okay. I after Marine Ford, that battle, I just haven't liked the show as much afterwards. Yeah, Marine Ford, a lot of people consider to be the peak so far. It was so good. It was phenomenal. But I think if I had to pick a favorite story arc, it wouldn't be that. Um, I mentioned earlier Drum Island. Beautiful story. You see how Chopper comes to be. You see the story of this island that was affected by really just pure tragedy and sickness. Just terrible stuff that's plagued this island. And this little talking reindeer has the dream that he knows how to make it better. And I don't remember if it was Chopper's idea or the person who trained him. But in the end, without giving too much away, because it's kind of a little bit of a twist, and I want you guys to experience that. But if you haven't, basically beauty is what heals everyone. And just the idea of like how powerful beauty is, art can be, that kind of stuff. That was just such a cool storyline and just it was powerful. The imagery there was powerful. It was actually the image of the end of that arc was the background of my computer there for a while. Mm. It was good. And then, of course, I also I love Alabasta. 
that fight with Crocodile, Luffy's first real challenge. And that's where you meet Robin. That was a great arc, too. That was a lot of fun. And it was very, like, Egyptian feeling. And I just like that kind of setting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. one of the first times we see Luffy lose, and he loses twice. Yeah. He loses it's bad. Pretty shocking. Yeah. But uh, if you had to pick a favorite story arc so far, what would you go with? Uh, I might have to go with Wano. Wano's the most recent arc. It is insane. Man, we, we finally have intrigued. a full crew. We finally have, you know, everybody's getting super strong. Everyone's getting ridiculously strong. Uh, Chopper's bounty is over a thousand berries, which is a big deal for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's always felt really bad about having a low bounty. <laughs> he's getting he's getting a little bit more respect. Yeah. I mean, how much how high could the bounty of the doctor really be? That's a joke for those of you who have seen the different forms Chopper can take. Yeah. 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 He uh he's invented his own kind of mechanism and he he could turn into a straight up monster and I'm not exaggerating. God. Yeah. Chopper's, Chopper's cool. powers are really cool, which yeah. makes a lot of people think that his fruit is special, not just a human human fruit with uh, no model yeah. name. Uh, I hope that's true. You know, it's a little weird, but he's we'll so see. Cool. Um yeah, but I mean what's what's cool is a lot of these stories we talk about I feel like the driving force for so much of this, and you mentioned hockey, is just willpower. And they really make will a virtue in this show. Throw this to you. I don't know how you would answer this. Do you think the Bible makes a virtue out of will since we're talking about it? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes people take it too far. Like, just because you really want something or it's your hardest, greatest, greatest desire, that is not. That's not will, first off. Uh, the Bible does say the heart is deceitful above all else. Could turn out that it's actually really evil for Luffy to make his main desire being king of the pirates. I don't think he's particularly concerned if it's good or bad. He just wants to be king of the pirates. <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah. not. Yeah, doesn't care at all if it's good or bad. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think for us as Christians, will can be used negatively. But I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about perseverance, the perseverance of the saints, that kind of stuff in the Bible. And I think perseverance has a lot to do with will or your hockey. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But also, I just I love the power system because like you could have the worst devil fruit in the world. But if you're really, really skilled at it, people are going to think it's really good, which is what we thought was happening with Luffy for 20 something years. (laughs) Turns out we were wrong. But when it was just the rubber, rubber fruit, yeah, it was amazing that he was doing what he was. It's still amazing. It still is. But <laughs> now it's crazy. It's just less impressive because his fruit's better. Yeah. But I'm I'm sure he will continue to impress us all somehow. Oh, he will. He just does. I um yeah, I I don't know. And you know, I'm thinking of like in each arc kind of makes their own point. You know, I mentioned earlier Drum Islands kind of talked about the power of beauty. A lot of the stories talk about willpower. I for me, one of the most interesting things to do, and I mentioned this way earlier on, Luffy watching him as a leader, someone who isn't formulating a plan, doesn't have, here's my vision for the ship, you know, doesn't have that manager, the structure that you usually associate with leadership. And yet you're watching this and Luffy's leadership is the driving force of everything. And it's because he puts himself on the ground first. People mm-hmm. want to follow Luffy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like he is just his his will is contagious and he's so impressive that it's kind of like i i want to be on that guy's team you know <laughs> yeah that's that's really what i like probably the most about uh the like formation of the grand straw hat fleet is 
he doesn't really ask them to be part <laughs> of the crew. Or it's like, hmm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on your crew now. I'm gonna serve you for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people do that. I mean, Chopper was just so overwhelmed with the fact that they helped him that he was like, Yeah, I'm joining you guys. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But yeah, I feel like that was kind of Nami's thing too. Maybe not at first, but I feel like eventually it was just kind of people used her, mistreated her for so long. And now it's like, oh, Luffy actually values me. He's not just using me. He actually would be completely fine if I just left the ship. Because <laughs> Luffy's not concerned with what you do. He's not micromanaging people. No, it's not Luffy's. It's just not his thing. And I, I think it'd be really interesting to take like a Christian leadership class and like compare what they tell you to do as a leader and watch Luffy. And I know this isn't a real story, but watch how Luffy leads and just see how much better that model is at times. Yeah. You don't need the, here's the vision for the church. Here's the, you know, like you don't need all of that stuff. If you are on the ground and you're showing your will for something and you're putting that much of yourself into it, that you're completely covered in blood and you're just going to get up and use your own blood as a weapon. People are going to follow that. Yeah. Obviously, Maybe not literally, <laughs> if you're a church leader, you probably don't need to be covered in blood. But putting that much of yourself into something, people are going to follow that. Just lead by example. Yeah, he's a, that's really what it is. At the end of the day, he's leading by example in absolutely every way. And he's not even leading. Yeah. He's just living his life. And he's not even trying to lead. Is. He just does. <laughs> and honestly, uh, like a large part of like, if you just cut out Jesus, aid, like the only thing Jesus does that's like, more direct jesus just says follow me <laughs> but other than that most of the people follow jesus because he was jesus <laughs> yeah and I, I feel like that's just what good leadership looks like you don't even need to stop and say follow me you don't need to come up with a plan that's all part of management and i still think it's important but i think part of being a good leader doesn't involve that stuff it involves more just being the example and putting your all into whatever it is you're doing whether it be ministry leading a pirate ship um talking to tj whatever yeah do you have a least favorite character do i have a least favorite character yeah this might be the only show that i can't think of a character that i'm like i just don't like that character i like all of them there's um the one cross dresser who was like the leader of the cross dressers for a while during the battle of the mayor von Ford. if i had to pick a least favorite probably be him that's crazy i still like him <laughs> yeah i'm picking a kainu every time jog my memory he killed ace oh yeah no, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm stupid. Yeah. 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 Ace dying was like so tragic. And the fact that that mark is on Luffy forever. Yep. Man. Like every time I see that, it's just a callback to that one scene with Ace. And this is one of those few scenes. And I think that's something anime does really good. It's like the art really tells some powerful messages sometimes. That image of the end of Drum Island with the cherry blossom tree. That image of just the cross, like not like vertical cross, not like Jesus cross, but it's like the X yeah. cross. Yeah. On Luffy. Every time you see that, it makes you go back to that scene with Fire Ace. It's like I can see that scene again. And the, the art really does bring you into a place where you feel what's happening. It's it's incredible. Great show. Great. Genuinely show. could not recommend the show anymore. Yeah, I, I can't say enough positive things about this show. If you had to pick a funniest moment, I want to end on that. Funniest? <laughs> what do you think is the funniest moment? Because this show is also hilarious. Oh. Hmm. You go first. I have to think. Man, most of the good things that happen to Buggy are pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I but, take it back. 
that's my turn to speak. Um, <laughs> uh, so for a split second, I was like, yeah, when Buggy became a Yonko, that's the funniest. No, the funniest one to me, there is a caste system in this world. You have the celestial dragons. They're in charge of the government, government people. Celestial dragons are just regular people who are born in the right place. That's it. And they think they're better than everybody because they're super rich. They still, you know, conduct slavery. And Luffy just happens to be in an area where there is a slave auction going on. And a guy tries to buy a mermaid on stage. And once Luffy realizes what's going on, he just goes and actually punches this man so hard he dies. <laughs> once. One time. Regular punch. Not like uh, King Kong gun. None of his special moves. He just walks up the steps slowly and punches him. God, and he so dies. Much of what Luffy does is just hysterical. Which okay. it's a really good emotional moment, but that it's hilarious to me. Can I like? Can I make an entire character art my favorite funny moment? Yeah, Frankie. The entire character art of Kobe. <laughs> yes, it's just so funny. Uh, Started with the first time you really see him, and he's and this is what pulled me into the show. He's doing one of those flashback moments. He's like telling his backstory, <laughs> and Luffy just straight up hits him in the head and goes, "Stop that! Shut up!" Yeah, yeah. Kobe's like, yeah, in episode one. This is great, and he's just remains a great character because what's funny is like he was the antithesis of Luffy, and Luffy just simply not wanting to deal with that kind of whiny annoyingness ends up causing him to become a really cool character, and that's just mm -hmm. funny. Yep. Yeah, just funny stuff. Yeah, Kobe All becomes right. a Marine. He's currently like Captain Rank. He just wants to <laughs> fix the Marines because he's because Luffy convinced him the Marines are usually pretty bad people. And Luffy, the, the amount of times people will either like become heroes or villains or whatever after a reaction to something that Luffy did. And half the time it was literally just Luffy like, you're annoying me. Or <laughs> Luffy's like, meet. And, and that somehow whatever he did just causes this whole chain of reactions that changes someone's life. And it's always funny. It's always humorous when that happens. Yeah. There's also, there's, it's good. It's so good. All of the puns that Brooke makes. Uh, Brooke, for those who didn't know, is a skeleton because of the gum gum fruit he ate. And he constantly makes jo jokes about bones. Yeah. It's, it's just so funny. Funny stuff. They're all bad, which makes the jokes funnier. Yeah. Ugh, my man. favorite, my favorite, like, common joke. He hasn't done it in a long time, but. Uh, <laughs> It's it. Brooke does uh, forty-five degrees mode. He just leans at a forty-five degree angle. <laughs> it's hilarious. Brooke is just a funny character. That even after so before the Battle of Marine Ford, they got beat pretty handily, and Luffy was like, "All right," which is another good leadership moment. Luffy was like, "Hey, we can't do this right now." Um, they all got sent away by this guy who just completely destroyed them, and Luffy's like. Oh, well. He's on TV where they all see him. He says, I need you guys to spend X amount of time training. I forget how much. And then we'll Two reconvene years. here. And he just knew we need to get better. And they all actually spent time seriously training and come back significantly more powerful, including Brooke. But to a lesser degree, because Brooke mostly just gets better at music. <laughs> yeah, Brooke becomes mostly. a world famous performer, which is also just one of the funniest moments. <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I'll get better. I'll become Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yep, he's, he's he's really Slash. He's Slash. Yeah, yeah, but true. With a singing true. voice <laughs> and being a skeleton. That's Slash. Yeah. God, this. Uh... <laughs> oh God, yeah. The uh, 
the ridiculousness of the show, some of the entire arcs are just meant to be funny. Some of them are, you know, emotionally just rips you apart. This show has everything, really. All right. Well, this was the episode. <laughs> we convinced everyone on the planet to watch One Piece because one day Luffy really might be the king of the pirates. It's looking more and more like it's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. When it started off, it was just kind of some random dude who showed up in a barrel. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't have anything. I don't even have clothes. I'm going to be king of the pirates. And now you're yeah. at the point where you're like, this dude's really going to become king of the pirates. Yeah. He didn't know how to sail. So he didn't. Yeah. He didn't bother getting a boat. He just yeah. talked in a barrel or he hid in a barrel. He was hungry. There was food in there. So he climbed in <laughs> and it got sealed while he was eating. God. Fell asleep so and he woke up on a pirate ship with Kobe. <laughs> Took it over, just keeps doing stuff. Like I just, it was so effortless for so long, and that was also part of the humor. That first season of him just kind of like effortlessly just being himself and himself just happening to uh, win always. Yeah. yeah, it it really does put into perspective how comparatively strong he is when you're on the Fishman Island arc, and uh, Big Bad Arlong is like oh, yeah. complete tyrannical control of the island. Like he's making people pay extreme taxes he's stealing from they these really people. build up the backstory of that too yeah and arlong has like arlong actually has a really good backstory and uh he pisses luffy off <laughs> and luffy just annihilates him with zero effort yeah none at all and that it's so funny because like is it, that's where nami comes in and nami has tried so hard to figure out the her situation on that island and luffy barely tries yeah like, he's really just messing around. Like, Sanji's fighting for his life. Zoro's fighting for his life. Luffy's fighting for his life just because he's messing around. He's not doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Until, and then, as soon as he gets mad, he's like, all right, well, I'm done with this. Yeah, Arlong calls Nami, like, subhuman. And, like, only good for mapping. And at that point, Luffy's just like, mm. Can't say that. Mm. Sorry. Shouldn't have said that. Good. That's another thing, too, is, like, Luffy is so like he values everyone and just simply will not let you devalue another human. Mm -hmm. That should be a great lesson for everybody to learn. And uh, they can do that by watching One Piece. It's true. Yeah. Everybody watches One Piece. Everybody gets happier. Yeah. And uh, how do you think the world might be different if everybody watched One Piece? TV? <laughs> well, I think One Piece would be the biggest uh, <laughs> franchise of all time instead of just like seventh yeah. or eighth on the list. Yeah. And we would all have a lot more to talk about, you know? That's true. And uh, perhaps we'd all value other humans more. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Or else we'd all be afraid that Luffy will come and get us. Because he must be real if every single human on the planet is watching. Gotta be. Yeah. Yeah, that's gotta be the case. All right, guys. Well, this was fun. I ha I love doing this. I just love talking about One Piece and Luffy and Brooke and Chopper and all the things we talked about. Pirates in general. But it's time for the wrap up. We can't do this forever. I mean, we could, but we shouldn't. We should not do this forever. So we're going to wrap this one up. And uh, to start it off, TJ, what recommendation would you give everybody? One piece. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. recommendation. Yeah, I have to. I have to recommend one piece. Uh, actually, I have to recommend reading the manga. I'm going to count that as being different. Read yeah. the one piece manga. It is the fastest way to catch up. I promise you're only 1,040 chapters behind. Knock that out in a few months. Yeah. I um, 
this is the rare time where I can't think of anything to recommend that wouldn't just pale in comparison to One Piece. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell you, like, I don't, like, start, if you have to start English dubbed, do it. It's still good. I know some people are, like, anti-dub. I don't care. One Piece is so good that it's still worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that being said, if you guys want to hear more from TJ and myself or want us to talk more about One Piece, go to systematicgeekology.org. There's one tab where you can just talk to us and let us know, hey, we want to hear more about One Piece, and we will do it. There's also a tab that says host. You can click on it. Have me and TJ's name on there. You can see all the other episodes that we're on where we talk about things that aren't One Piece and probably wish we were talking about One Piece. And, um, yeah, let us know what you've been geeking out on what you think we should be geeking out on. And uh, as always, we need you to do us the one favor and remember that we're all a chosen people, a geekdom of priest. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.